Hey everyone. Um, so on this insane healing journey, um, you won't know what's coming next. You think you'll know, but you won't know. There was a wonderful wake up where I was watching this movie and um, somebody was just throwing somebody's ashes into the water. And it really struck me as like, all this for what to end up as ashes, you know, on somebody's mantelpiece. There was, was it Ronnie Wood said that he snorted them <laughs> accidentally one evening. It was parents' ashes. Anyway, so you have to have a sense of a little bit of sense of humor about all of this. And also commitment to the unknown. Um, because you won't know where you're going if you're working with the ayahuasca. You think you'll know, but you won't know. Because that's what this is about. It's about opening up the hood and going deep into the caverns of, the, of your subconscious and your psyche. And there's a lot hidden there, like a lot. And waking up is not you suddenly, you know, plunge into the water from a diving board and you just whoop up. It doesn't work like that. The terror is what keeps you beneath the water at the bottom, as I say, of the Mariana Trench. It is the fear, the terrifying fear that keeps you there. So for you to completely surface, if the trauma has been severe, is a process of facing the fear. And if the trauma happened early on as a child, then the fear is even more pronounced. And that fear literally smothers your whole being. It's imagine it as like a complete inner layer of, I don't know, glue. But it's a whole, it's like somebody, imagine a volcano erupting and all the ash of that volcano, you've just smothered in it. The fear is literally holding every cell of your body captive because you're little. And the marvelous thing is that when, I, when I'm out and about all day doing my thing, doing my work, I, I, the one thing that captivates me is little children because I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I was one of those, right? Look at them, their vulnerability, their need to be loved, their beauty, their divinity, their softness, their tenderness, and imagine whatever happened to you happening to that little child. How could a parent do that to a child? to see its vulnerability and to hurt it in any way, in any way, scream at it, yell at it, hit it, whatever. So it is that that you're healing. It's not you today. I mean, you're an outcome of that. But you're healing, you're removing the layer of terror that is deeply pronounced inside that little child and that holds that little child hostage. 
What's being cleansed is that terror. And that terror has an energy. It's literally the projection of like the evil clown upon you, inside of you. So where I am in this underworld right now is facing that huge layer of terror that basically sank into my cells when I was three or four and literally invaded, held me hostage there. So I talk about commitment a lot because it's a commitment to rescue him or her in that state at that time when that thing happened. It literally is smothering your spirit, your soul. It is a terror of paralysis, of burial, because it is a burial ground. Your spirit is buried there by the energies of the dark. A trick, a curse, a spell, whatever you want to call it. But you are held hostage by that terror and that trauma. And if it's a parent, which it was in my case, even more terrifying. There is no escaping it. That's the person that, you know, you're beholden to. So, literally, that's what's happening. If you've been traumatized, that's what you're battling if you've been traumatized early on. You're battling or you're going back to remove the dungeon keeper. It's very Harry Potter. I think about those huge dogs that he has to get past to get into the dungeon. So in that dungeon also are the actual experiences that blacked you out or that terrified you or that froze you. It is those two that you must revisit, whatever happened, whatever the event. Because everything you've built, I've always talked about it like an overgrowth. You've built a whole jungle of overgrowth, right? Around the burial site or the prison camp. And so, you know, um, Yeah. It's almost, again, you've been captured early on. You're being held hostage by terror. You build according to what the terror needs you to do. And then you forget it ever happened. That's it. And the ayahuasca goes, all right, let's go back. 
let's trudge through all of this, everything you've built, all the stories, the whole persona, and let's get back to the place where you're in prison and let's go overturn the, the dungeon keeper. And the way you're going to do it is by facing it. Anything that holds you hostage is that. The terror of a little child. In fact, I, it's so amazing. Again, if you do ayahuasca, you're going to get the treatment plan and you go down there. You get to see it, what you're dealing with. You might not, you know, obviously get it all done when you're down there because it's just the operation. It's just a showing of what's going to happen, of what needs to be dealt with. But it was shown to me three years ago in a ceremony, hands behind my back, this huge, you know, raging dungeon keeper above me. I was in prison. Now, mistakenly, and again, you always think you know what's going on, but you don't. <laughs> I was like, well, um, you know, my last ceremony, I thought, yes, that's it. I faced his father. I faced him. I'm in the underground. I'm, I'm men are laughing, and he's sending me out. He's holding my hand, waiting to sell me. Ah, okay, hallelujah. I finally faced this piece of evil. But no. Down I go into the underworld. I mean, I get a, br a breather for about two weeks or a week. I don't remember thinking, oh. So you eventually get the whole, the treatment plan is, it's just one theme. And the th how the theme comes up, it comes up in many ways. Because you are so, in my case, I was so terrified and literally in the middle of the spider's web where I was like, there was just tons and tons of, you know, threading around me. So I was so deeply immersed and so deeply terrified and so deeply held captive that I couldn't see the terror. I was so shut down. The terror was so huge. So how this medicine works is insane is you're not going to say, oh, it happened. Yeah, you might say, oh, look, I got this one image and God, yes, that happened. But that's the knowing of it. That's just the thinking of it. It's literally in your body. It's, in, it's like you're literally owned by this thing. So it's not the, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I can see it. Okay, well, that's good. But you're inside the rock. You're inside its spell. You're inside its energetic um, captive, captor, right? So you've got to get out of it. And that is literally like getting out of you know, a rock that's formed around you energetically. And all of that covering, it's like being inside a knight's armor is what needs to be removed. It's not a thinking thing. You don't remove the energy by thinking your way out of it. And no matter how much you're going to be shown in ceremony what the situation truly is, you don't think your way out of it. It's an energetic removal. So for me to even face the predator, it took, you know, quite a lot of sitting in ceremony, just here in my home without any medicine, you know, letting it be released. And it's like coming up through my body and it's like, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like this energy. 
It's like you're being held captive by an energy. And the ayahuasca is helping you release it. And it's a physical thing. It's energetic. It's in your system. It's lodged inside you. You are the cover for it. Your soul is trapped inside of it. It's like I've talked about this before. It's like, you know, a hyena that waits when the animals trek across the savannah to look for the weakest one. Right? So you're trapped. You've been ambushed and taken to its lair. You don't know it's in its lair because it happened early on, right? But you're being held captive there, but you don't know you're captive because it's your parents. And you built a whole person around these people. And, you know, it's like I've talked about before, like being shanghaied, you know, by people who are crossing the ocean to come to America in the early, whatever, 1500s. Just next thing you're rowing. Don't know why. And before you know it, you've been rowing your whole life. You don't know that you were captured. You don't know it. You've agreed. You've submitted. So this dissolution is head-on facing it, head-on, one-to-one. You're agreeing to dissolve all of you to release it. You're stuck inside of it. It's like being stuck down a cave, down, you know. I remember that woman that got stuck down some massive crevice as she was climbing and she had to cut her leg off to get out. She actually did. I was like insane. So it's the same you're stuck down there. So all around you are the energies of the dark. So just waking up to get there to that is massive because I had no, I mean, I was just smothered, right? You're smothered. So what you're facing in the end is that it's all around you. And you're trapped in there. And it's terrifying you. And in this next sequence or this next adventure, or this next level of healing and release, it's down in the underworld. There you are, directly with it, them. And through me, the spirits of the darkness just writhe. I've been dissolved to the point where now it's just me and these entities, which are basically the pedophiles who abuse me, their energy, the terror of who, what these people did to me, you know, seeing all of it. I got past the first door, dungeon door, which was to see him, my own parents selling me. But now I have to see, it was obviously a pedophile group that he sold me to, what was done, the terror that was inflicted, and relive that. No easy feat. For the moment, it's just coming up as energies. Eventually, it'll come up as the actual vision, the actual event. Right? It was the same before going down, I mean, going to do the final ceremony, you know, two years was just writhing of entities coming up. You're releasing them. It's it's been stuck, you know, below ground. You've been stuck, blocked. You've blocked all the truth of what happened. The puking in ceremony is the first release. If you puke in a ceremony, which most people do, it's a releasing of the blockage. After that release that you've held, you're holding on to the memory, but it's behind like a vault door. 
will come the actual experience. I had to puke and puke and puke to actually see my father holding me, waiting for it to sell me. I'd blocked it, blocked it, blocked it, right? The terror slams door of the vault, you know, the door of the vault. The terror just slams that experience out of your, out of your consciousness. Just because it's out of your consciousness, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's just closed off from you seeing it. That's all. A child is saying, I don't want to see this. I cannot handle this. This is too much. So you're going to black it out. It doesn't mean it's in your, not in your consciousness. It's totally in your consciousness. You've just severed it from yourself to survive. Remember, too, in that severing it, that means you're accepting it, right? That means you don't want to see who the parent really is or who the person actually who did it to you really is. You don't, you can't possibly imagine. So what I did, I refused what he did to me, which was to send me out to be abused. And by refusing that... I then refused myself. And by refusing myself, I accepted him. I chose him over me. Well, of course, again, these are just things that you're doing when you're little. There's there's no choice, really. There's no choice. You're just doing what you need to do to survive. But the choice was to be recruited by the dark. It was an ambush and a theft. But the minute you make that choice... You've been recruited by evil, or the dark, or whatever you want to call it. Evil is kind of a nice name. It kind of sums up the barbarity of it. When the ayahuasca comes in to heal you, she's giving you the love and the tenderness to be able to open up that vault, whatever you've got unprocessed there. Right? She's like... I'm going to hear, I'm here with you. I'm going to guide you in. You have me, this unconditional love of the universe. And it's okay for you to, to, to let all this be released because I'm here to hold your hand. It's still scary. It doesn't mean it's not terrifying. But the slow dissolving of the vault door takes a while. That's these energies of terror are all there saying, don't look, don't look over here. In fact, the very first, I mean, how I even got in here was after 13 and a half years of meditation and I had a very clear, first of all, a huge energetic break and then a very clear message of this sort of writhing monster in the attic saying, don't, you know, I'm going to eat you if you come up here. Right? Don't look here. Nothing to see here. Everything to see there. That's where you were captured whatever happened that's exactly what you need to go towards it is the terror of seeing it the terror of realizing that the predator is the parent it's just like what what right so all of this getting to like you know you're closer and closer to the edge of the precipice of this evil place right every step is a massive terrifying step 
You have to see what you refused, what they did to you. But the release is a final seeing. And if you have, if you do ayahuasca and then you come back, and then for me it was, you know, these writhing entities that were coming up through me, you know, they're part of the terror. Behind them lies the truth. So first, the writhing entities come up. There's the acceptance that I need to see this. There's the puking as you release the blockage. As you accept the opening up of that vault. And what's interesting in the ayahuasca ceremony, they have, they're called the doctorcitos. They come in. You can see them. It's almost like you can feel them in this energetic web that's being built. They come in to open up that vault and to tell you, show you the truth. You're willing to go there. It's terrifying because you have to relive the terror of your child. But you're willing to go there to release the truth. So I've only just gone half in. I finally understand, yes, there was, I was sold for sexual abuse by my own parent. <laughs> the terror kept it closed off from me and I agreed to do its bidding. And there's a lot of sadness around everything I agree to. I think that's one of the things that's been coming up. It's the sadness of having, of having to acknowledge what I did for him in the name of this evil. Again, you don't know. But there's all this emotion because you're refusing your child and submitting to something which is dark because you cannot face this. There's nothing. You're three and you're four. You know, where are you going to do? Where are you going to go? So you're living in this horrible situation where you've shut down because the terror was so awful, right? You've submitted to the darkness and agreed to do its bidding. And you have to make that work and make that okay. You've forgotten. You've been so busy trying to make that person happy and submit that you've forgotten what happened and you've forgotten that you abandoned yourself in that place because of that terror. And this act of great love is the act of returning to find your little child, to release them, him, her, from that place, from that capture. And to do so, you have to upend everything you've built, everyone you've known connected to that. They don't usually want to know the truth, by the way. It's very uncomfortable for them. And that's okay. You have to keep committing to the release of your child. And the stages are, you know, very powerful. And the ayahuasca will show you and you'll think, oh, okay, so I was abused, I was sexually abused, I was in some kind of, you know, prostitution den for children, trafficked or whatever. And it will all seem like a thought and you'll see it and it'll be a vision or it'll be a 3D hologram. But that's just the beginning. Because you were built energetically there. And you have to be dissolved energetically and released from that place energetically. Which means that you have to go in 
and relive it and release the terror. You can only process it when you relive it. And that's a biggie. Because a child thinks, if I see this, I will die. Well, as a child, there's no one but the person that's with you, which is the adult, right? Oh, shit, the adult happens to be my parent. Fuck. Now I'm truly fucked. You know, where am I going to run to in my diapers? So that's really, it's, it's really like a, something, a crust that's been like held in place. It's like this thing that's just, it's like a volcano after millions of years of just everything is, you're just like this little specimen that's been stuck inside of there. It's all been hardened over, you know, years of your refusing it. So she's, the ayahuasca is really trying to dissolve this very powerfully built energetic sort of archaeological dig. She's got to get in there. And you have to release it. It's very difficult. So that's why it's, it's a journey of slow dissolution. It's not just like, oh, I'm on the ground, I'm on the bottom of the ocean, boom, I'm just going to surface because I know, because I've had an image. No, 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 no. no. It's built energetically. Imagine thousands of these little filigree bits of energy that are just woven around you, over, around, and around, and around, and around, and around. And then they have to be dissolved. And that dissolution means you have to face it head on. So what happens usually in ceremony is when these, um, I don't even know what to call them, I suppose they're just, um, um, that noise was, um, I don't know, they're, en- they're energetic creatures, I don't even know what to call them. But when they're coming in, they're coming in to, um, you know, remove the debris around the the damage so that you can see what happened. I mean, it's, it's scary. Even thinking about it makes me scared. But I'm at the place now where I'm willing to, you know, I got past the first, the first dragon and now I have to face and relive the truth of what happened. So, and it will come when I'm ready, you know, when the writhing, you know, I'm ready to go back down and and do the ceremony. And again, you won't know where you're going. It'll happen unexpectedly or something like, oh, now it's a good time. Or um, She's, the ayahuasca's, if the, the deeper, the bigger the wound, the more she's going to, you know, massage you to really get you to the place that you can release with love. Um, I mean, it's a real trust in the medicine. Like, you are building this incredible connection with this medicine to be able to release and to go there and to relive that horror. And my relationship has been five years, you know, of just constant connecting and, and, and her really coming in to 
yeah, with, as I said, continents of love and courage and connection for me to give up. Because what had happened in that submission to him, I accepted the horror. I was stolen. I mean, your soul is gone. You believe the world to be this dark, awful place somewhere in your system. And it's not. It's just a capture. It's an ambush. It's I'm going to take you, drag you, you know, from the elephant's group and drag you into the bushes. Life is not the bushes. It's not the dark. But if you're a child and you have no... I mean, it's a coward's thing to do, by the way, to take a child. It's the most cowardly. It's the most pernicious. I mean, a child doesn't know anything. It's just arrived. Right? The same as dragging the littlest elephant in the group out of this from the savannah when they're going by. It's so sweet and innocent, it doesn't know the dark. That's where they wait, these dark entities, right? Coming through people, whatever, this were just meat bags. So um so yeah, so your conquest is is that is to face it, to relive it and thereby rewiring. And that's the moment the breaker switch went off, right? The moment it happened is the moment your soul left. The moment you started to build the airbag that wasn't yours. The moment you, you know, got, you signed up for the evil, for for the cult, for the no love, for the pretend. It's like you're being held hostage. And so all of this dissolution, there's tons of emotions of rage and anger and hatred. and You know, you're going to go through a lot of, you know, you've done a lot of refusing if there's been a big trauma. Refusing of your feelings, a refusing of yourself, an abandonment of yourself. There's going to be a lot, a lot of outpouring of everything you've kept hidden, refused, so you will survive here. And there's a transformation of you in the process and a releasing of all of this. But the, the, the most critical piece is to be at that moment when the first, the trauma actually happened and your soul left. The moment it just became like, oh my God, I'm going to die here. I've got to leave. There's a one moment. My little girl was actually brought to me unconscious as a child. So I suspect I just went boom. It's that one moment that needs to be faced. So this arriving, it is almost like you're sitting, you know, you're sitting on top of this iceberg, this little tiny piece of the iceberg. Underneath is this huge continent of sewer. So as the sewer surfaces, so your little continent, so your little tiny tip of the iceberg collapses and the sewer just comes up. That's where the cleansing happens, is when you let the sewer surface. You let the truth out. You let everything be seen. You're refusing to accept the darkness. You're willing to take on the darkness to save your child or your soul. That's when you've, it's flipped. 
when you're one with the ayahuasca. Now you're in the realm of the light. The light is shining on all the dark. You have to let all the dark come up. It's like letting all the cancer be released. So it can be cleansed. So you can puke it out of your system. So you can see what happened. So you can become whole. You become whole when you reconnect with your soul. Yeah. You become whole when you're at one with. When you refuse to be terrified anymore. You refuse to be paralyzed. You refuse to be in the forgetting. Because there's a forgetting when the trauma happens. You lock that door you keep that away and you forget it happened and you fragment and you distract and you build pretending it never happened pretending it never happened but it's there it's taken a piece of you it's taken all of you it's stolen you but you don't want to see that you can't, you're too little right? so this return to your divinity is a journey back. You've got to get into that realm of all these demons and shit and whatever. But the return, you're not going back alone. You're going back with this incredible squadron, this incredible, you know, the, all the plants are there. You know, the ayahuasca, she summoned all of her plants, her whole military it's like a huge strategic military campaign of love that's coming now to help you face whatever happened and it's in your bones it's not like a thought it's an energetic capture that's living inside your whole system and the energetic capture is terror that's how it holds you captive and the thing about egos and the thing that you've built, it's built all these strategies for, you know, survival and control. And, and they all have to go. And it's really terrifying. Like, oh, my God, I have no strategies. I just have to let this medicine take me. Trust it. So there's no planning. There's no Excel sheeting this. <laughs> it's just like you have to trust this divinity. You have to trust that thing that was stolen from you. And it's very difficult if you've lived for many, many years under the belief of one story to watch that Titanic sink. Because you die. You just die. And I don't mean again physically. You die metaphorically. The person that you built no longer works. It was all built on this terror. It was all built on an agreement with the dark that contract is over now again you've never known yourself without that contract so really the ayahuasca becomes your parent right because as a kid if the predator is a parent then there's only that right the trick is it's shown up as a parent it's not a parent that's a trick to the child right so now you've never known what it's like to live without that like well what do I have? Who am I? Well, you have the whole universe. 
you have this incredible medicine. You have the, it's just, I can't describe it. It is divinity and love. So there's a lot of letting go, a lot of trusting the unknown, a lot of facing the dark. I mean, horrific. It's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. And you will, the ultimate, I mean, again, it's returning home. It's like being lost at sea for 60 years. Like, you think you know where you are, but you don't. You're just inventing it, so you don't see the truth. I'm just going to go build this lovely little home and house and relationship and do this little life over here. But it's built on a you know massive raging volcano of darkness. You can't hide from it forever. It will come get you either as a physical disease or as a you know some mental thing. It's it's not just because you shut the door and it doesn't mean it's not very alive. It doesn't die because it's behind a door. It's just hidden from the rest of you. It has energy. It has poison. It's still in your system just because I, you know, I have layers and layers of stuff above it because I've built like this whole a thousand layers of like mattresses. It doesn't mean that underneath the bomb isn't there. It could explode at any moment. It's still ticking, right? I may not hear it from the hundredth mattress I've stuck over it, but it's still ticking. So... The ayahuasca removes every mattress that you've built and says, okay, you've got to go face this thing. So you become whole. So you get your little child home. So you get your soul back, your truth, your authenticity, your purpose, your divinity. You know, the world of Vexel sheet that seems like, what are you talking about, Maria? It's all so raw, weird, and whatever. You know, again... And we have to remember that we're in a multidimensional world. There's tons of shit going on. There's theater going on beyond our little tiny Starbucks Vinci latte. It's really... And our little, you know, trot to the office and our phone calls and our little computers. You know, the power of this universe is massive. Just look at a collapsing black hole. It'll take the wind out of any nine-to-five job. It's like, you know something else much bigger going on so yeah you won't know until you know and you know again it's not I'm not going to go I'm not going to do the whole religion shit thing like oh I'm going to give you a place in heaven for three hundred dollars I'm going to give you the front row seat to God you know Everybody has access to this. Everybody. You don't need an interloper or a broker or a, someone to tell you where it's, where it's at. You just have to follow your own intuition and your heart and the willingness to heal. And sometimes it takes a big tragedy with me. It took a massive divorce to even get, you know, chucked off a cliff to begin this journey. So I feel like I'm closer to the Holy Grail than ever. It's going to take a lot of facing to see all of this shit, to release it. It's a, you know, a rocky path home. But then, you know, 
Anything that's great takes work. Whether you're building a space station or facing the demons that hold you captive, it's all work. In the end, it's just you end up as dust. <laughs> it's like it's just like that movie. You will just be chucked into the ocean or buried or sit on the mantelpiece of your son's, you know, IKEA <laughs> furniture. I don't know. Everybody's called to do something, right? Whatever that is, follow it. If it's pounding at the door, don't keep watching that Netflix series. It needs to be addressed. And it won't stop pounding until it is. So, you know, I spent a lot of years just pretending it, I couldn't hear the noise. I couldn't hear the pounding on the door until the whole, my whole house collapsed. It was like, are you listening now, Maria? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Gotta go, I got to go take care of this 20 years later. So follow it. Follow your heart. Follow your divinity even if it's a tiny beep of a radar in the distance. Follow it. Or if not, the universe will collapse your house until you hear it. All right, bye.